Are you living with a plan? Are you living with a purpose? Everybody, this is your girl Tia J with the Tell Tia series. How is everybody doing? I tell you guys, today I can't even express to you what today feels like. Right, the bottle of nerves. <laughs> Don't know what to expect, but one thing I do know is that we have a special guest by the name of Jonathan Jones, and he has an incredible story that you all will be admired. For. Okay, this is a very, very interesting, but very important segment for our first show. And one of the things that's really interesting is his resilience, right? So we have been uh, friends for quite some time, but most importantly, to see everything that he has gone through is really amazing to me. And I think that this would, the best way to start this whole segue off is by intro- introducing you all to him. Outside of that, a lot of people may wonder, Tia, what is this show about, right? This is new. We see you on Facebook Live. And now you have this whole show that's coming out. What is it about? Well, let me tell you all. First and foremost, this show is all about emotional support to men. This is a gentleman awareness platform, y'all. And this is not just about downing them. This is not just about women, us barking and nagging and he's wrong and all these things that we used to hear, right? It's not about that. The Tell Tia series is about building our gentlemen to their best potential. And the best way for us to do that is by knowing everything that we need in order to make sure that we hear them and that we support them to the best of their ability. Resilience is not just about us, you guys. Resilience is about them, knowing how they feel, knowing their emotional state, knowing when to say something, knowing when to read the room. And lo and behold, if y'all got children, we ain't gonna talk about that. That's a whole nother episode. So today I want to welcome you all to the incredible, hardworking Black men of excellence, Mr. Jonathan Jones, AKA JJ. We're gonna welcome him in the room. Thank you so much for being on the show. I really do appreciate it. How do you feel? (laughs) (laughs) Right? I'm so with you on that. Well, you look amazing as always. If you all ever follow him on uh, Facebook or Instagram, you will see that he, the swagger that he has now, he keeps on a daily. (laughs) But we are so grateful to have you on the show, of course. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Um, well, like you mentioned, Jonathan Jones, uh, I have a lot of different nicknames. Uh, JJ is the most popular one. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I am a heavy equipment operator. Um, I'm in school right now for uh, to get my crane certifications and my rigor certifications. Oh, wow. Um, in the meantime, um, I do have my own car detailing business where I go around and I detail. 
uh, wow. cars. And um, I do music. I have a music production that I do. Uh, I write. I guess if you want to call it singing, I do a little bit of that rap. Okay. Uh, and uh, and I mainly make beats. That's what I like to do. I like to be behind the scenes. So and, um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was. Little, no, I'm sorry. No, I was thinking of jack of all trades here. Okay. I was just saying that I also have a uh, athletic clothing line. I just got started. Um, called oh, Get It On. So uh, yeah, that's uh just started a couple weeks ago. Got the website going and uh, more stuff to come soon. We definitely got to give a clap on that because that that's quite a bit for. Yeah, you, you know, this is amazing. That's amazing because who would have ever known? Like even with us being Facebook friends, right? For this extent amount of time, who would have ever known that you were doing all of this? So truly, you are jack of all trades. What made you be so gifted in a hustle the way that you are family i have a, a humongous family on both sides um, okay. my, mother and my father hard workers and it started from the grandparents they were hard workers my parents hard workers my uncle wow. aunt's hard workers so it just boiled over to myself and um mm -hmm. i'm just I, I'm, I like to have my hands on some of everything i find a talent i enjoy doing it and yeah. um I guess I've just been blessed to have, you know, multiple talents, things that I enjoy doing. So um, just stepping out and just trying to, you know, go for it. You know, I never know what happened unless I, you know, step out there and try. So, so I'm doing well, I tell you, JJ, it's definitely, a.k.a. JJ, <laughs> <laughs> definitely love the fact that you um, are so skilled in your art of being able to do so much because you all already have a, a, a hefty responsibility as men as it is. Now, do you have children? Yes, I have three kids. I have a, a daughter, 18, a son, 17, and a son that's 12. You said a daughter that's 18. My God, you look like you're just freshly in your 30s. So, I mean, that, I that, hope that way. <laughs> <laughs> we need you to age backwards, of course, which you're already doing. But my goodness, that is incredible. So tell us, tell your viewers today, like, can you share some specific instances of things that you have went through that you feel you triumphed over? Oh, man, it's, it's a lot. Um, I guess far as just, um, I don't know, just, I guess being around the wrong crowds, I could say. Mm. Being around the wrong crowds, being in the wrong place at the wrong time, being in the wrong relationships and toxic relationships, uh, it has a toll on me, you know, and mm -hmm. uh, it beat me down, but, you know, I just, I just kept moving. You know, I'm a positive individual, you know, mm -hmm. um, I try to learn from my mistakes. Right. Sometimes, you know, I, I keep making the same ones, the same ones as being a younger um, person. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, you, you finally you start to learn, you start to mature and you right. start to learn from those mistakes. You know, I was right. always told I was hard headed, you know, hard headed child, you know. <laughs> so, right. um, you I know, I just that a lot of uh, black uh, families go through, especially young guys, you know, they go through your right. hard headed, you know, stay tough. Mm -hmm. But, um, how does going through that? I mean, tell us a little bit. You mentioned that you were around the wrong crowd. So what did that wrong crowd look like for you growing up? Man, it would be, you know, friends just doing things, you know, things they, they had no business doing. 
or you know if i'm supposed to be working or something like that and they're going out partying and going to a club or whatnot i'm making bad choices like nobody put a gun to my head and maybe right. don't but it's just i want to have fun i was young uh, i was a hard worker you know still i had two jobs and everything but just hanging out and you know i had different you know sets of friends and some friends you know it was cool to hang with some i shouldn't have been with they were a little rough around mm-hmm. the edges Mm-hmm. And uh, end up getting into some things with them, and uh, you know, and kind of got in trouble. Got a little record on my hand, and uh, certain jobs that I couldn't, you know, I couldn't do uh, because of that. Uh, but I kept yeah. pushing forward, kept pushing forward. You know, I let it beat me up. I didn't want to make no excuses about, right. oh, I'm not making this high-paying job or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I just just kept working. I've had to work two jobs, three jobs, whatever I had to do to support myself. that's beautiful i would say that being a father is already hard enough and it sounds like you're a single father you know it sounds like um you know like you mentioned you've come across toxic relationships which we'll get into in a minute but overall it, it seems as if it the most difficult part was pushing through through all aspects you know it seems like you had a lot of pit stops in your life that made it difficult. But I think what our viewers want to know most importantly is if that person was you growing up. Now, of course, we don't know the depths of the things that you have been through, but just in general, we know among the Black community, it is very hard for a Black man to be able to stand up on his own two feet and to live a successful life. What was your roadblocks growing up outside of association? Um, huh. my roadblocks. I don't know. Just I, I guess, like I mentioned earlier, just being hard-headed. You know, not not listening, not really learning from certain things. I had to go through things multiple times, and over and over and over, and I had to learn the hard way. You know, certain mm-hmm. things. So I think that definitely was a big roadblock to me, and um. If it wasn't for those things, uh, like I said, I, I, w- I really won't take anything back because it helped mold me to who I am now. Yeah. But yeah. it definitely, it definitely could have been a lot easier um, mm-hmm. if I would have learned from past mistakes and not making the same mistakes over and over. That part, right? Because that's something that is so easy to do when you're in a certain state, a certain environment. Environment has a lot to do with the way that young men function. And I like the fact that you made the decision to do different, but who was your support system to do that? Because being a young man, sometimes the maturity level is very hard to manifest. So what was your support system to be able to go from where you were to the path that you decided to take? Um, Well, I would say like my mother, my grandmother, and my father, they were a support system. But it was at a point of a time where I had a gap of space where I didn't really have that support system. I basically, you know, was out on my own. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, just things that I would, was taught by them, things I remember growing up, it always stuck with me. So when I'm out here doing certain things, I'm like, man, you know, you've been raised better than that. Why are you doing it? You know, and I can mm-hmm. just hear my mom, my grandmother, or my father, you know, like I can just kind of hear them in my head, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, even though I really had that relationship with them for that gap, for that period, 
um things that they taught me is growing up as a as a youngster it always stuck with me so um that's what helped me well that's good that's good what is one thing that you remember that you live that you live off of today that they told you then you might not listen to it there but what is it the today for you um it's so many i don't know what to say uh, i guess <laughs> what i've been saying all along you know learn from my mistakes and more importantly learn from the mistakes of others you know like mm. cousins uh older siblings and uh uncles and things like that that went through certain things that i went through now so my mom mm-hmm. my mother used to always say you know learn from those things you know and uh, mm-hmm. i remember someone said that uh, <clears throat> a smart person learn from their mistakes but a wise person learn from the mistakes of others so instead mm-hmm. of being smart i'm trying to be more of a wiser person now so that way i don't have to go through those things but i can learn from what i see other people or family members or close friends what they might have been through that's a very wise fact. And I think I might put that in my uh, gym gym box because it is one thing to be smart, but it's a whole nother thing to be wise. And I, again, it comes with maturity. Um, it comes from really learning from those mistakes. Um, and in the mental health industry, that's one of the big, biggest factors that I try to hone in on with anyone but even more so embarking on the journey with men because a lot of times you tend to lead your life according to your foundation. And your foundation a lot of times is what raises us, but sometimes that foundation is dysfunctional. Sometimes there's a stigma that we're brought off of, especially in the black community, um, where we live this pattern consistently based off of what our parents maybe grew up and thought of, the way that they were raised, they instill in us and the cycle goes on. But eventually as generations change, do you see where it's important to change perspectives as you grow up? Uh, yeah, most definitely. Um, like I say, the way I grew up, I grew up in a very strict household, you know, oh, and um, the, the way that I was raised, I definitely want to you know implement that with my kids. Um, and there's certain things that I would change because like me and my mother, we talk about this a lot. Like I, I, I used to get beat up by her, you know, like people get spankings. I got beat up. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So and there is a difference, y'all. <laughs> yeah, there's a difference. Chuck, man. It wasn't no pat on the butt or nothing like that, man. But right. I, I'm, I'm grateful for those things. And the things she did to me and how she went about it, I wouldn't necessarily do that to my kids now. Because uh, definitely nowadays they want to throw you in jail for anything. But um, it's it's certain things, certain it's a lot of things actually. Um, yeah. The way that I was raised by her and my father, uh, my grandmother, that I still would use. But it's just certain things that I change, you know. And uh, I'm sure certain things that my kids will probably change too about you know how I'm raising them when they get older, you know, to have kids and whatnot. Right, <laughs> and it's and again that change of perspective is so important. Um, because one of the things that we tend to also do, and I say we as a as a black community, not to say that other races are not in the same, that they don't have their stigmas, um, but it's familiar ground to us to know the the black folk. 
like to call it the black folk rules, you know, it sometimes it's a lot more harsher. Um, it does depend on, you know, your background and how you were raised. But at the end of the day, it really boils down to how we're living. And that's why I said for you to still be as ambitious as you are, despite the roadblocks that you've been through, it's truly uh, admirable. But I do want to ask, did what you experienced, did it change some of your goals or aspirations in life? Um, I wouldn't say, no, nope, it, it didn't. It just actually made me push harder for it. Um, okay, how is that? Well, like I said, you know, I, I had some um, toxic relationships and had some negative people in my life. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, they're sitting here and say, oh, you're not going to do this. Or, You've been trying to do this for so long. You ain't did it yet. You know, you, you know, give up. Yeah. But I, I've always been, always been a fighter, you know, as um, far as physical, emotional, like I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm just a fighter. I'm going to keep pushing. So right. that definitely just made me want to not just show them, but show myself that I, I can do it, you know. And right. um, if it's a dream of mine, it's something that I want to do. If I put my mind to it, I know that I, I can do it. So outside of the positive, we sometimes have to go to the dark side of it. What is the hardest thing for you to admit that you have suffered in your relationships with women? Do you think about it? You mentioned toxicity. How common is that term? How common is that term? Toxic, toxic relationships. That's almost close as close as the hashtag complicated. Where you're in a situation that you're suffering through, but you're too afraid to walk away, maybe because of the attachment, maybe because you actually love the person, but who you love is an ocean full of red flags. Mm-hmm. You know, um, toxic. toxic- it's, just, it's just something maybe that I, I know it for myself. It was more of a um, convenience thing, you know. If okay. I, you know, they have everything, all my ducks in a row, <clears throat> and uh, okay, I didn't have nowhere to go at the time. So it's like a right. convenience thing, you know. I stay there and stay there until I can get everything in order. Then I can take mm-hmm. off. So right. I know that's in my case that happened, you know, a couple of times. So being in a relationship out of conveniency, what are the disadvantages of being in a convenient relationship? Teach, teach us, educate us women on that, because we never think about our men being there for conveniency. Well, I know, like I said, I, I know for myself, mm-hmm. you know, uh, certain things that I've been through, like, okay, I didn't have, you know, I lost my job or something like that. I lost my place. So, mm-hmm. you know, I moved in uh, with the individual and just like it just it's just toxic you know arguing and fussing every day so mm-hmm. you're trying to deal with it it's like you're trying not to really go off and you're just putting up with it because you know as soon as they get mad or oh, you can go or you can leave and you know right. that's why you ain't got nowhere to go you know and they just try to downplay you you know what i mean so right. as a convenience you know you just sit there you kind of deal with it and deal with it and you know you do your little stuff uh Maybe you don't come home because you don't want to go home and hear the bickering and the arguing. and You just don't want to mm-hmm. see that person's face. So you stay out all night, you know, or you, 
you make up lies or I'll have my auntie house or have my cousin house or something like that. Mm -hmm. You know, just to kind of keep things from going left field and from you having to go out on the street somewhere. You know what I mean? So Right. And and what does that do to you as a man, knowing that you're in a relationship, maybe not because of love, but because of shelter? What does that do to your morale as a man, knowing that it's, it's that convenient? Like, it's it's literally like, hey, I need, I need help, you know, but she's also using that against you. Right. Well, that helps me because that's more, uh, more motivation for me to get up out of the situation. So, you know, how okay. they say, if you can't be real with yourself, who are you going to be real with? So, that's you know, true. I tell myself, like, bro, you know, you need to tighten up, you know. You see, this ain't going how she go, and and you know she trying you, she talking you all kind of way, she going through your stuff. Like man, get your stuff together, right. so you can you know take off. And and then sometimes when things be going smooth, it's like okay, well things are going smooth right now, so it kind of your mind kind of relaxed a little bit, you know. You're not right. as as uh, in a hurry to you know get your stuff together, get up out of there. But right. in my case, I'm only in a hurry when things are, are going south you know when we start arguing again so i'm telling myself man i gotta go i gotta go but right that's how it was in my case right and knowing that it did something good for you right it, it taught you how to toughen up and show more responsibility to yourself be true to yourself but what did it out of the relationships or the, the relationship that you were in what did it do for you mentally? Um, I mean, mentally, it made me, it made me stronger mentally. It just kind of made me kind of go back and forth. You know, it's like, mm -hmm. wow, I feel sorry for myself. And then I'm like, well, nah, you know, I can't feel sorry for myself, you know, because right. I put myself in here. I did this, you know, nobody caused me to be in a situation by myself. So right. that just helped me mentally. Um, to be stronger and mm -hmm. like I said, to to have the mind frame that uh, I would never want to put myself in, a, in another situation like that again. I want to, you know, be on my feet from this point. On. Exactly. Now, what I must say for gentlemen like yourself is that there is resilience in what you're doing. The resilient part or it's resilience in what you did. Because you recognize, because how long did you stay in that situation? Yeah. <clears throat> it's been a different situation. So, I don't know. That particular situation. Years, four or five years, maybe. Yeah. And what I have to say from the mental health aspect of it, because of, that's what I specialize in, is that we become comfortable. We don't see the toxicity in it. We don't see the the sabotaging effects it has for us. And, you know, this is an awareness for men and women at the same time, because for one on one end, men, yes, it is. It's very hard sometimes when you're trying to build yourself to find that person who can help you to evolve. But then you also have the other aspect where you might want to count the cost of who you're evolving with because the damaging effects of it is, is that sometimes you can question your worth. Was that an issue for you? Did you question your ability? Did you question your worth? 
of who you were as a man being in that situation? Uh, no, I did not really. I questioned it. I just, um, like I just had these pep talks with myself saying, I know I'm better than this, you know. You know, I know where I used to be at, you know, and I can get back there and beyond, you know. And uh, so that's all. Right. So I actually want to play a little game. <laughs> um, <laughs> everybody, everybody can't stand me for this, but it's a good game because what it does is it just helps men like yourself to understand as well as the community of men again, because this is you all's year. Um, that sometimes what we're what we have walked away from still may be with us subconsciously, and I'm all about making sure that your subconscious mind, which is your mental health and your emotional wealth, all of those things are on the road to recovery. And all of those things as of now is available for you to be able to embark on the journey to be a better version of yourself than what you already are. I mean, it's already, again, admiring that you are a hard worker, um, a great father, um, you do your very best to support your children in every aspect that you can. And it's from the things that you've been through. But the gift of being on the Teltia series is knowing what is there left that we can do to support you. And so what you have to choose <laughs> is a number um, that will be able, and I'm going to tell you what to choose from. So let me make sure we got, we got 12, okay? So you have to choose a number from one to 12. But before you choose that number, it's of course the first number that comes to your mind. What would you say, or you would have to say my unhealed trauma is, and you would have to choose a number between one to 12. So I say my unhealed trauma is, and choose a number. Yes, uh-huh. Okay. <clears throat> my unhealed trauma is four. Okay. So fear of being abandoned. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me how does that hit home? It doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, nah, I mean, well, let me let me. So you say afraid of being abandoned. Fear of being abandoned. I'm not really <clears throat> fearful of being abandoned. If somebody abandoned me, then I just feel like they never was for me and they really may need to go, you know? Um, and growing up, I was always okay by myself. You know, I played by myself, you know? Mm -hmm. I know how to occupy my time. I know how to entertain myself, so. Yeah, what it is. Let me ask you this. Have you, do you know what the feeling of abandonment feels like? Been, I've been abandoned in a relationship. How did that feel? Yeah. Why? Because you got somebody that's supposed to be there for you, especially, you know, when you go through wedding vows and they say, till death do you part, you know, and. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to become one, you're supposed to be a union when you're married. And right. y'all be still mad in the same house and somebody disabandoned you, man. Yeah, that's that's a bad feeling. 
it's, it's a terrible feeling. And um, would you want to go through that situation again? Do you think you can triumph through that situation again? Actually, yeah, I think I can triumph through it. Um, I don't want to, you know, but I, I think I can. Um, well, as a matter of fact, I know I can. Uh, not to sound cocky, uh, overconfident, but it is. It's just life goes on, you know. Like I, I got I have kids to to raise. I have kids that look up to me. I have nephews and nieces that look up to me. And I want to be a good example. I want to show them that, hey, if somebody do it better, you you, you ain't got to sit there and soap all the time. Like, you know, I went through that myself, you know, sad and mm-hmm. sad. But at the end of the day, man, you got to keep pushing forward, you know. Um, and that's and what I, I did. That's what I continue to do. Exactly. And here's the thing. The reason why, again, you didn't choose this number, but your mind subconsciously chooses that number is because what you are afraid or better yet, what you you work hard not to experience again, your mind remembers that hurt. Your mind remembers that pain. That's what trauma is. You know, when you go through a traumatic situation, it holds on to you. And your positivity is because of those things that you've been through. So subconsciously, our mind is aware of way more than what we are. And it's not to say that you necessarily go through the motions day by day of fearing abandonment. But when you're in a relationship, would you say that's one of the things that you try to avoid? Is, is knowing that somebody will leave you? You say if I'm in a relationship, is that what I try to avoid? Yeah, I said it say versus you're in a relationship. say if you're in a relationship, is that one of the red flags that you look that you make sure you avoid? Oh yeah. Abandonment, yeah. Abandonment someone that's quick to run away you know over every little thing and instead of trying to work things out that's definitely uh, a very flag absolutely yeah. and that's the point you know it's one thing that i want to bring to this platform is helping individuals to understand that our men have vulnerabilities they hurt they have pain too and we need to be aware of the pain that it causes them when we make abandoning or we make hasty decisions it affects you all too so mr jonathan jones aka jj (laughs) (laughs) what advice would you like to give us women hmm thought you would never ask (laughs) um but no seriously um ladies women um please if your man is is being vulnerable and he's telling you how he feel, pointing his heart out to you, whatever the case may be, don't use what he say. And when you get mad, throw it against him. Use it against him. You know what I'm saying? That's like one of the worst things you can do mm-hmm. to a man because it's like, first of all, we're not really built to open up. You know, we keep things to ourselves. A lot of us do. I can't speak for every man, but I know a lot of us do. I was like that. But if we're telling you something, don't take that and when you get mad later down the road, throw it up in our face. Because we're going to feel like we can't trust you. We're going to feel like that trust been broken. And we're going to harden up. We're going to put up that wall. We ain't going to never say nothing or be vulnerable ever again with you like that. Mm-hmm. So we're supposed to be trusting you. You know, y'all supposed to be our women, our girls, our go-to. 
you know, are competent and all of that. You know, so if a man comes to you and he's open with you and telling you things, don't use that against him. <clears throat> Even if he's crying or whatever, uh, saying something embarrassing, embarrassing moment, whatever the case may be, don't don't use that against that man. And don't tell your girlfriends and stuff so y'all can laugh about it. That's been done. That's been done to me. I know exactly how that feel. Mm. Another thing, please listen. Listen. Don't just listen to to respond back in a defensive mode. Like really listen, man. Listen to what we what we say. Don't don't cut us off. I know it may be hard and you may do it sometimes or whatever, but for the most part, try to listen, you know, uh, to what to what us men have to say, to what your man has to say. And please, please, it's probably one of the biggest ones. Biggest ones, y'all. Listen up. Take accountability. It like y'all be running from that word like it's Freddie Cougar and, and, and Michael Myers. <laughs> and Jason and all of that, like y'all be running from that thing, man. Take accountability for real. We love accountability and an apology. Like you know what, babe? I'm sorry. You know what? <clears throat> you're right. So that's the only thing I can say, man. Please take accountability. Y'all see it enough on Facebook, TikTok, IG. They got so many memes about that, man. Please yeah. be different. Be like, you know what? I'm an owner to it. You know, let let me take accountability. If I really love this man. You know, especially this black man and all the stuff that we go through in this world, you know, all the stuff we got to fight through, you know, being uh, racially profiled and working and it's just hard for us, period. So when we come home to y'all, we don't want to have to be kind of fussed and fight with y'all and feel like we can't trust y'all because we out here in this world and we don't know if we're going to make it back or not. You know what I mean? So that's all I wanted to say. No, thank you. Thank you. Can we get a clap on that? Can we get a clap on that? Absolutely. Thank you for helping us know how to take care of our gentlemen. That's the best part of this whole show is because how can we help you if we are not holding ourselves accountable? How can we help you if we're always just listening on how to respond? These are some very... These are the best gems that we could ever pick up on. Sometimes we just need to listen. We we need to listen, y'all. So going forward, in conclusion of you being on this show, I got to ask you, with everything that you've been through, from triumphing through adversity or triumphing in adversity, are you living with a plan? Or are you living with a purpose? I'm living with both. Plan and a purpose. Explain that. I got a plan already. You know, I always have a plan. I always think two, three, four steps ahead. I always got a backup plan, a backup, and a backup plan. You know, mm -hmm. my purpose is uh, to live life. You know, to live for for myself, to to live for my kids, for my family, you know, my friends, you know, I got people that look up to me. I like people that really love me, you know, and, and mm -hmm. enjoy being around me. So, um, yeah, my purpose is to, to help people, you know, help myself right. and, uh, you know, just to, to enjoy life. Simple as that. Be the best well, person, the best version of myself that I could be. And you're already on the road to that. I mean, your plans are definitely turning into a purpose of a lifetime because we see you. And if you all ever, ever 
want to follow Mr. Jonathan Jones, aka JJ, we will have his information um, attached below so that you all can continue to support our gentlemen um, who have gifted us with his presence on the Tell Tia series. Um, but we thank you. Thank you so much for joining this show and teaching us as women uh, the importance of how to support you all and also how to not just be a convenience, but how to be a part of your journey of involvement. So we thank you so much for being on this show. I appreciate it. Thanks for that. All right, you all. Well, again, what I can say about this is, like I said, we, we definitely have learned a lot. Um, and this is only the beginning. This is episode one, you know, but I appreciate all you viewers taking the time to be able um, to, you know, be a part of this show and just being able to tune in. Of course, this is the beginning of an, an experience, a movement. And there's no other way that we can be able to do this without our gentlemen. So if you are looking to be featured on this show, please feel free uh, to reach out to us at the Tell Tia series. We are also on Instagram and all the information will be below. We're also on YouTube. So definitely feel free to like, comment, subscribe, and share these things because we look forward to being able to join this movement with helping our gentlemen to resolve as they stay resilient. So I look forward to speaking to you all soon and I'll talk to you later. Everybody, this is your girl Tia J. Did you enjoy this episode? Interested in being featured on the show? Share your plan or purpose with us in the next segment. In the meantime, don't forget to comment, like, and subscribe.